Potato Chip, it's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. This is episode number 481 of the TR Expert Talks. Yeah, technically 481. You know, yesterday we had our interview with Joe Cannon. That was from last month. Uh, we are back. Official, it's officially official. This is my first official day uh, live on the podcast. Uh, yeah, the other ones were like heavily, well, not heavily edited. They were, you know, just kind of sat on. Heavily sat on is what it was. I edited them like couple weeks ago and then like I looked at it listened to him again and like I didn't really do much to him so I can't say they're heavily, heavily edited but uh this one is going to be like our you know normal podcast we're back in the swing of things and today I wanted to talk about I wanted to, actually it's throwback Thursday I wanted to talk about something uh from back in the day that I remember I was recalling I don't know how old you are and uh what video game systems you used to play but I remember back in the days back in like late late 80s early 90s uh, I used to have a, uh, a friends over, and we used to have like little N- Nintendo parties. You know, I used to play Nintendo. That was like the 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 the, uh, the original OG. You know, it was like you know you had Atari, you had Nintelevision or whatnot before that, but like it was real official with Nintendo, N- 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 NES as they called it, the Nintendo Entertainment System. You know, it was the real system that like you know everybody just harkens back to as like. The real start of real video games as we see them, you know, because it's just it is what it is. It's like the the decade of video games or the the age of video games. You know, it started in the '80s, but it really started to take shape in the '90s. So, I was thinking about this, and I remember uh, there was a time, you know, when we got to the mid '90s, where you know, if you had the OG Nintendo game system, you had to like do some really crafty things to get the damn game working. Especially feels like. <laughs> a game that you played a lot for some reason it just was like it would just freeze in the middle or something like that or you know it would, <laughs> you would try to start it and be weird squares and stuff like that I, I don't know why that is I'm sure there's a pretty valid reason for it it probably has something to do with the microchips and the fact that it was like 8-bit so like the microchips were probably super massive and really easy to destroy so that's probably what it is you know you got mid you know 12 13 year olds they're playing with cartridges and stuff like that, and they're not used to that stuff. I'm pretty sure, you know, that's a recipe for disaster. So I remember that, and one thing I do remember that (laughs) just used to crack me up. And I think about it now. Actually, back then, it kind of, it was more frustrating than anything, but thinking about it now, it cracks me up. We used to have all these kind of methods. Everybody had their own method to uh, getting their games to start. (laughs) Uh, it's funny, you know, it's funny. So uh, we're going to talk about that. We're just going to give you a little old school throwback. It's something that we can learn from uh, that, that little story, that little share 
uh, that we're going to have in today's episode. So yeah, let's get right into it. Episode number 481 of the TR Expert Talks. We're going to call this one Rapid Reset. Let's go. I don't know why I can't get you out my mind. Yeah. Now I'm so lost. Where do I go? I was in a chase, caught a flat on road. It was all love, ex no pole. I was feeling rich, but we turned out broke. North Pole, life so cold. Lukewarm love just took it to the stone. <laughs> so, you know, it's Throwback Thursday, and I was uh, thinking about, like, you know, video games and how, like, <laughs> uh, I had a funny story about one of my friends. Yeah, he had a... <laughs> I was playing a game, playing video games just back when I was a younger kid, uh, back in the, probably about middle school. Yeah, about middle school, maybe even elementary school when it, when, when it first came out. But uh, I remember me and my friend, we were playing games. I think, I think we, it was, like, during the summertime, so everybody was home. Cause I remember his sister ran in the room when we were playing Nintendo, and, uh, you know, my friend, he had a, this method, you know, like, when you, ha- when you have your Nintendo for a while, you, you often run into troubles, because I don't know why, I guess, I don't know why, but anyways, uh, he had this method, and everybody has their own method with the Nintendo, it's kind of funny, but everybody has their method to, like, make their Nintendo work after it starts going on the fritz, because, like, Nintendos, back in the day, inevitably, after about two to three years, they would just go on the fritz, you know, especially since, you know, something new, so we were all playing the hell out of these games, so <laughs> we we had some issues, needless to say, so everybody had their own method, I remember his method was, he used to put a cartridge on top of the game that we were playing, you know, if you're familiar with the Nintendo, it was essentially, you would have the Nintendo in there, and then you had the Nintendo, it was like a shape, it was a box, you know, like the shape of a VCR, more or less, and it had a lid, you open up the lid, and you put the cartridges in there, you push them in, and then you push them down, and then they kind of go to a resting place that's somewhere halfway in between all the way up and you the way you depressed it. But my friend figured out that the games somehow work a lot better. You know, they don't go into fritz as much if you keep them pushed all the way down while you have like the 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 system powered on. So instead of like just resting it in there, it would be pressed down by another cartridge. So <laughs> that's how he used to play his games after you know after two or three years of playing his Nintendo. So one day, like I said, it was summer. And I think it was, it was his sister that ran in the room. They were playing around like they, he, she had a lot of friends, and they ended up knocking the Nintendo over and breaking the cartridge that was holding the game down that we were playing. So I remember. I mean, I know I'm pretty sure he had more games, but I remember he was so upset. He was like. I can't remember her name, but he was like, hey, little sis, ah, you broke my Nintendo. You got to hold my game down while I play. So, <laughs> so it was kind of, it was funny, but it was also kind of awkward because we, you know, she, he got it back to work and she, you know, she's like, what, seven or eight years old or whatnot. And she's just standing there by the TV screen, staring, watching us play, you know, kind of watching us play, watching the TV screen, watching us play. And we're sitting there, you know, just playing our game. And her friends all left because she had to hold the cartridge down. But it was pretty funny. But, you know, the, the, the point of this story is that everybody had their own way of doing these things. And I had my way, too, which is really ineffective. I liked it because it was like it worked. You know, it, it worked. It, it didn't work, but it worked. So 
My way was to press the reset button as fast as I could for as long as I could. It never really worked that well. I mean, it would work on a whim occasionally because the wind was blowing the right way or something. But I liked it because it, you know, I had a little game within a game. You know, when the game wasn't working, I could work on my reflexes. <laughs> and uh, and I, I got pretty good at it, you know. Like, it used to be at first, like, it would just take forever. And then it got to a point where... I could catch the, the, the startup screen uh, right before I was going to hit the next, that next <laughs> reset button. Uh, so, I mean, it definitely wasn't effective, as effective as most of my other friends' methods, but I just find it kind of funny that we, everybody had their own method. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I, I wanted to tell that story because, like, even though like, you know, everybody has their own method, right, at the end of the day, the goal here is for all of us, whether you're doing the rapid reset or the cartridge hold down, <laughs> the, the ultimate goal is to be able to play the game, right? The ultimate goal is not to have, so, not to have as, a, a bunch of creative ways or a bunch of attempts at, playing, at trying to play the game. The actual goal is to play the game, right? So like, that can, I look at that and I think about like how that works in, real, in, in life. And how that works in the gym, you know, because it's actually almost the same thing. You know, a lot of people, they have this method. They have a method that may work for them. And it might actually work for them a lot at first. But after a while, they may have used the method and it doesn't work as much anymore. But the thing is that instead of changing the method, people try that method even harder, right? Which is not really the way to go, you know? Like if something's not working, you don't want to go full force into trying to bully it through you don't want to go full force into actually trying to make something work that is just not going to work right so you know it's essentially just burning your energy for no apparent reason except for the fact that you're being too lazy to analyze your life and that's the point i'm getting at is that sometimes that we may take these steps forward or we might think we're taking these steps forward but really in all actuality we're just like running this treadmill because we're essentially just doing the same thing over and over again but burning ourselves out in the process you know like maybe we're taking it doing the same thing but we're doing it with less sleep or at the end of the day like if it's the same method that doesn't work then it's not gonna work no matter how fast i got at that at that rapid reset game that i created i wouldn't be able to do it any better than uh my friend's that had a better effect that had an effective method i would maybe have better reflexes may and that but that wasn't what we're measuring right if that's not what you're measuring why would anybody try to have that as a metric so to speak so yeah i mean that's really what i wanted to talk to uh, talk about today is just like you know like that rapid reset it's just effective to really take a look at your methods look at your procedures of how you're doing stuff and see if that, if it's actually working for you because it's just not all the time that it's something that is going to be uh you know something that works now is not always going to be effective later on and something that's maybe not if not even that effective now is definitely not going to be working later on so you know it's just it's funny because it you know i was, I was actually kind of talking about this yesterday uh, in reference to like when you should quit your dreams, you know, 
and you should quit your dreams. I said, I think I said this. I don't remember. I talk so much. I don't know if I said it in the podcast, but you know, I, I say you quit your dreams when you actually think about quitting your dreams, because that means you're not giving your full effort. If there's something in your mind that says that, it's, that, this, that this is not going to happen, there is something in your body that is going to respond and is not going to give you that full effort. So that second that you say that it's not going to happen, then you might as well just give up and just say it's not going to happen. So you know, that's in stark contrast to my, <laughs> my advice into finding the, uh, the uh, best method, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's in conjunction with that, you know, you want to like, never give up, you know, you never want to give up and trying new and better methods. But at the same time, you don't want to keep doing the same method over and over again. And especially, you don't want to keep doing that same method over and over again, if you realize somehow that it's not being as, effect- as effective as it was before. All right, so I guess we can uh, finish there today. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of this one. This is my first official live episode, meaning this is my first official episode uh, back on the swing without having uh, any uh, heavy, heavy edits or whatnot. We're going to put it out same day like I've been, d- been doing for the past 470-something other episodes. Uh, so, yeah, we're in the swing of things. We're getting back into it. I really do hope that you enjoy this. I hope that you also share this with your friends and family and loved ones and everybody that you believe might be benefiting from this uh, here podcast podcast is obviously you know i talk a little i talk more about mindset than i do actual uh physical fitness you know because my psychology is my background and it's my passion you know i really like i'm really into like learning how the mind works and learning how your actions be be, uh, affect your 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 attitude and your attitude affects your actions and how your genes can be all that stuff. I'm interested in all that stuff. So, you know, like the physical fitness thing, I, you know, I just so happen to be uh, talented and being able to spot patterns and, you know, that's good for physical fitness is also good for psychology. You know, it's like, I can see these in, in certain relationships and I can see these with certain people and, you know, it helps me just have the, the best relationships with all my clients. And, you know, I can feel when something's not going right. And sometimes when it isn't, I, you know, we more or less make, make a, make a pathway so that it can ha- it can take its natural course. Let's put it that way. I don't fight anything that needs to be that doesn't need to be fought. So yeah, I mean that's really what it is. Just keeping it keeping it easy, taking it taking it right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> all right, I'll check you tomorrow for our fantastical Friday episode. I might have a guest for you. I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, until then, thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep good company. Just to live it and forget it, and to live it and remember.